Yeah, but didn't you have a... Didn't you have a glory by honour thing going on? Wasn't that not... Didn't you... Didn't you have that, ROH? No mention of that in the weekly TV. Not last week. Not this week either. But the weekly TV does remain bloody marvellous. First of all, we've got uh, Ian shouting out to Quinn. He's Quinn McKay is going to continue her wrestling journey, perhaps. And I don't mind seeing him behind the behind the um, the desk at all. First of all, though, we have um, another semi-final match, or actually, probably sorry, a quarter-final match. That's what we say when when the it's the match before the semi-final, Steve. Yes, the quarter-final. I now understand. It's Angelina Love, who I've never been high on, to be honest. Not really bothered about the allure and not really bothered about her particularly. Um, versus Max the Impaler. However, Angelina does do a very good job of the fear. Not engaging, the look of fear and upset, worry on her face. That's very nice. And early on, she's brutalised by Max the Impaler. Of course she is. Punches back, she can't seem to hurt Max. And then Max hits a lovely move, torture rack, but then pushing back on the on the feet and the face like a bow and arrow. That is lovely, really nicely done. Sadly, this match, and you know Angelina Love's going to win, it ends in a DQ because she's on the apron and Max hits a sleeper come choke and won't drop it after five seconds. Other people are allowed to have 55 seconds. This is a DQ. That's a shame. It's a poor outcome to what could have been a rather good match, actually. The following match, though, the other quarterfinal, Alison Kay versus Trisha Dora, is a really good match, actually. They're hard-hitting. So a great head scissors from, from uh, Trisha Dora. She works on the arm. And when Alison Kay comes back, there are chops and more meat and potatoes offence until um, there are, so there's a great... Um, Alison K suplex and a sleeper, which is really cinched in. Adora has to roll to the ropes for that. And it's a real, um, it's a real um, pick and fight, really. I'm not quite sure who's going to get this. Both of them deserve it. But Trisha Dora gets it by hitting her version of the lariat. They've both got one out of nowhere. It was a really good, fast-paced, hard-hitting, no-quarter-given match. Very good. And to finish off with Eli Ison, who gets very angry on the promo. All right, Eli. I mean, what's your blood pressure, mate, about winning the TV title from Dragon Lee? Well, it's a great match. And Dalton Castle's on commentary actually adding something this week. And that is nice to see. Early on, Dragon Lee hits a simply, uh, you know, you'd say a simple runner, but what a snap on it. And then dives to the outside, ending up on his feet. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Standing ovation from Dalton Castle there. Then he hits a, then he hits a stretch muffler while standing on Eli Ison's head. Eli screams at that moment. It's great. And Eli thinks, if you're going to the outside, so will I. It's a lovely, well, it's a sort of swan dive with a sort of scent on, I suppose, over the top, but he doesn't half get such height on it. He's got to be 20 feet up there. Then we've got later on a moment where Eli Isom grabs Dragon Lee coming in and just sort of cradles him there. He's powerful. You wouldn't think it looking at him. And then modifies that 
or segues into a suplex and they trade German suplexes. That's always a really nice, um, a nice spot. I like that a lot. Then Dragon Lee just out of nowhere gets his poison rana on there. The the uh, reverse rana really, which is absolutely lovely. And an ice and backbreaker into a brain buster for a long two. Great. Dragon Lee then gets a long two with knees to the back of the head. And Dalton Castle, it's, it's Caprice Coleman says, are you crying? Dalton Castle, I can't stand the drama. He wanted drama and now he's got so much, too much of it. It's too much, too much. Can't stand the drama. That's really, really nice. And then Isom hits his finisher and um, he gets a long two. They're so excited on commentary. And this is one of the features of Riccoboni and Coleman. They say, hit it again, hit it again. But they're both virtually out on their feet. Dragon Lee's the one to really reach deep. He gets the drive-by knee for the pin. And Dalton Castle said, I'd love to stay and chat with you, but that's taken taken a lot out of me, that match. I've got to go. (laughs) And I'm not surprised, because that was a fabulous piece of work. Real psychology. As Coleman said towards the end, I believe in Eli Ison. I did too. I thought he might win this. Going in, I thought, they're not going to take this away from Dragon Lee. He only won it back recently, but they've done it before. And Ison would be a good hand. I thought he might get it. They traded great moves. It was, it was tough. The moves were fabulous. There was real psychology here. There was a real underdog and nefarious heel who wasn't nefarious in this match. They, they, the code of honour was adhered to at the end. You don't often get that from Dragon Lee, as Ian Riccoboni said. And there was real respect on both sides for really good wrestling. What a way to end this great edition of ROH TV. And with NJPW, this is the best wrestling you're going to see anywhere. Ta-ta.